All right. Classic. Musical Life Church, Appleton fashion. We'll start out with some song lyrics. So here we go. I can't fight this feeling any longer. <laughs> Yet, I'm afraid to let it flow. When started out as friendship has grown stronger. I only wish I had the strength to let it show. I tell myself that I can't hold out forever. I said there is no reason for my fear because I feel so secure when we're together. You give my life direction. You make everything so clear. And even as I wander, I'm keeping you in my sight. You're a candle in the window, window on a cold, dark winter night. And I'm getting closer than I ever thought I might. And I can't fight this feeling anymore. I forgot, it, what I, and I forgot what I was fighting for. It's time to bring this ship into the shore and throw away the oars forever because I can't fight this feeling anymore. So as you guys know, that was the classic hit by Bruce Springsteen. I can't fight this feeling anymore. Just kidding. Simon always quotes Bruce Springsteen. So this week, I had the opportunity to get my hair cut. So... Uh, a lot of us here go to the same barber. It's this guy named Jordan. So this is a quick plug for his business. He's really good. Um, one of the things that I like about Jordan is he's got this eye. And he tends to be able to kind of, he sees things as they are, which is what makes him a really good barber. Like probably one of the best. I went away from him for a couple months and I came back to him and I was like, oh man, I've missed your skills. <laughs> so... He's really talented, you know, he, he sees things as he is, similar to Pastor Simon. And anyway, so we were, I was getting my hair cut, you know, I was talking to him, and I said, hey man, I got a question for you. I said, why do you feel like people don't come to church anymore? And he said, well, I don't know why everybody doesn't, but one of the things that stops me is I feel like when I walk into a church, there's a feeling that I'm supposed to have. And I feel like everybody has that feeling, and I don't. So I feel out of place. And it was really interesting, and it got me thinking, and I started to kind of ponder on it, and I was wondering, how should church feel? How do I feel when I come to church? How did I feel coming to church when I was a kid compared to how do I feel now when I come to church. And I started to kind of reflect backwards. I started to think about it more. And for you guys who don't know, I grew up Lutheran. So as far as I can remember, I always went to church. And I actually went to a private Lutheran school as well. So for me, I was kind of churching it up all of the time, right? I was cool like that. And... I remember as a kid, there was this excitement around church. And for me, it felt like I was a part of this like secret club. Like I had answers to things that other people didn't know. And so it was like, I was like, I'm cool, okay? To give you an example of this, I remember in the fourth grade, so I'm 10 years old, we were taking a science test. And right before the test, the teacher goes, 
hey, just so you guys know, the state requires us to ask a couple questions. There's gonna be some stuff about evolution on there. And if you don't know, the Lutherans are very anti-evolution. And she's like, we're required to ask them, and we just ask that you fill them out. And it was like, as a collective group of fourth graders, we rose up and we were like, we're gonna show the state board their errors of their way about evolution. And so we, you know, without saying anything, we all knew, we all knew what we were supposed to do. So when it came to that section of the test and, you know, what is evolution comes up, we said something like, I don't know, because it's not real. Boom! (laughs) And I feel like this encapsulates that feeling. It was like I had a secret, right? I felt like I was a part of something. I felt like I had answers to all the world's questions. And that was what drove this excitement that I had with church. So over time, though, things started to change. I started to get a little bit more angsty. Started to step into my preteen era where I knew everything about the world. And that excitement that I felt about church or while I was at church slowly turned to boredom. Church was so boring. And this was right around the time when I learned how to negotiate. So I started negotiating with my mom to figure out when we could go to church and when we didn't have to go to church. So I started making deals with her. I'll go this Sunday, but next Sunday, no way. And when I say negotiation, what I really mean is me throwing a fit until my mom got so annoyed that she went, fine, shut up, we're not going to church. So while this was going on, I was also getting in a lot more trouble at school. I I had a lot of feels. I was really insecure. Didn't have a lot of friends. Didn't really know how to handle myself. And obviously that came out in a bunch of not so great ways. So things were ramping up at school. I was starting to get a lot of attention that I didn't really want. Not the good kind of attention, you know, the hey, look at that troublesome kid. And for me, there wasn't a lot of people who knew how to handle me at that time. And because school was so connected to church, whatever I was feeling at school, I would also feel at church. So what I started feeling at church when I went is I started to feel like everybody was watching me because I was this troublesome kid. And I started to feel like everybody was judging me. And it led to me starting to feel very unsafe. And at that point in my life, I was over it. So that magical, wonderful feeling of having the world's answers and all that stuff was gone. And it was replaced with all this hatred and anger and frustration. And so as soon as I could be done going to church, I was done. 
And I remember that happened shortly after, you know, eighth grade, I got confirmed. And basically my dad stopped pushing it. My mom stopped pushing it. And I wasn't going to be pushing it because I didn't want anything to do with it. And I felt like the only answer the church had at this time was about salvation. And to me at that time, that just meant believing in this Jesus guy. So I felt like I was good to go. And so for a long time, I didn't go to church. I didn't attend church. I didn't have any plans on ever coming back to church. Because what did church feel like? Angry, frustration, sad, right? So many, many, many years went by. It wasn't really many years, it was like four. (laughs) And I was hanging out with a buddy of mine, really, really close friend. And he was telling me about this home church that he started attending. And obviously I was really skeptical. I was like, oh gosh, what did you get yourself into? I was like, okay, tell me about it. And I thought I was gonna have to bail him out of some cult or something like that. And he's like, no man, for real. Like this is, this is really cool, I'm learning a bunch of stuff that I never knew before. It's exciting, I was like, okay. So I started asking him questions about things. He'd write down notes and he'd write down my questions and he'd try to give me an answer. And then what he would do is he would go talk to some of the leaders at this home church, he'd get an answer, and then that next night we'd hang out and he'd tell me about it. And every time I was you know, in, in the mode to prove him wrong and tell him how dumb he was and tell him how much church sucked, and every time the answers made too much sense. And I'd be like, dang it. Every time I thought I'd got one up on him, I'd come back and I'd get an answer and I went, oh, that's really good. That's really good. And so this, this logical sense, these answers, it started to speak to me again. It started to kind of rebolster that feeling that I had, you know, as a kid. So I got curious and, you know, my life wasn't so great at this time anyway, so it wasn't like I had much, much going on for me. So I thought, hey, I'll go check this out. Let's see what's going on. And so I went to, I went to a service at this home church and boy, was it uncomfortable. So here I am, you know, four or five years out of going to church and I'm stepping into something that I've never experienced before. But there was also this excitement because I felt like I was getting these answers that I never knew before. And so the interesting thing about this church is they did things a little bit differently than what I was used to as growing up Lutheran, right? So how their service worked was, it was essentially like a really short 15 minute teaching. And then they would ask a question. And this question they called the log. And this log was like a personal question or like a personal like application about what was being taught and how that related to you in your own life. And every time, and so what would happen is, They'd ask the question and then everybody would go go around the room one by one and share. 
And every time, it sucked to answer. It was so uncomfortable. Because you're sharing vulnerably, you're sharing stuff that doesn't necessarily make you look good, you're sharing things that could easily cause other people to judge you. And it was tense. And you felt it. And the thing that surprised me about this is every time I would share, every time I'd be vulnerable, every time I would take that risk, take that leap and say something that maybe didn't make me look good or maybe was uncomfortable, everybody would be so excited and they wanted me to share more and more. And not only was that for me, but that was for everybody. Now, that doesn't mean nobody confronted me. Nobody said, hey, great job on doing that really bad thing that you just shared about. But what it was is it was safe. So confrontation would happen. You'd learn things. You'd do things. And you'd share. But it was always safe. And what happened is I started to grow. I started to grow a lot. And my life started to change. You know, I think you could call up my parents right now and go, hey, when did Rob start going to that home church? And they'd go, that moment. Because I went from being one person to a completely different person almost overnight. And so I was growing. I was learning a bunch about God. I was learning a bunch about how my brain worked. I was learning a bunch about angels and demons and all these cool things that I was always interested in as a kid. And all of a sudden, that excitement came back like I was part of the club, like I had the answers to life's questions. And it was awesome. And I think one of the things that I feel like culturally, you know, people think they're supposed to feel when they come to church is this intense passion and intense excitement for God. And I don't think everybody feels that way, unfortunately. And so I think what happens is the solution becomes fake it till you make it. And I think what happens is certain people, they perceive that, and I think that's what causes those people to feel like church isn't genuine or it's fake. And so what was happening to me during this time as I was growing, I was making progress, I was happy, I was experiencing joy, I was, it was like a brand new life. And because I was learning this at church, that means I was associating all of this growth and all of this happiness to God. And what happened was I started to feel this excitement and passion for God. Why? Because I was growing. And it was a completely different experience than I ever had before. And so here I am, you know, I asked Jordan this question, 
You know, I'm thinking about it. I'm pondering on it. I'm driving home. Going, man, what? What was that? Like, how would I encapsulate that? And I feel like I kind of had this epiphany moment. And I feel like I realized what I believe is I feel like church is supposed to feel safe and a little uncomfortable. But not uncomfortable in the sense of like someone's abusing you, like brah, like it's still safe. But I feel like that uncomfortable feeling came when I would step into those opportunities of growth. It was different than what I wanted to do. It was the opposite direction I wanted to go in, but it resulted in me growing. So I have this epiphany that church should feel safe, should feel uncomfortable. And it got me thinking, I started to think about a lot of my friends' stories, like my wife's story and stuff like that, and I realized a church that's only safe, a lot of times that doesn't result in people making progress. And on the same side of the coin, a church that's only uncomfortable, like what my wife experienced, just ended up causing a bunch of hurt. And so I started to realize, man, there's got to be a balance between these two. And for me, when I embraced finding a community that was both safe and a community where I could grow and experience that tension is really when my life started to take off. It was really when my life started to change and that's when I started to really experience true happiness. So, before Pastor Patty comes up here and prays, I got a question for you. What is a group of people in your life that you feel safe enough with to experience the tension of growth.